Yo, what's up? What's up? Welcome to Steer the Ship Radio. This is episode eight. I want to say that's episode eight. Hell yeah, man. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, we rolling, man. That's what's up, man. I'll be your boy, Johnny, and this is J-Mo. Hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? It's your boy. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Last week, yeah, we were supposed to, like, you know, do our little recording and stuff. Um, what I, what I, what I, I want to say our producer and stuff like that. I'm going to say our partner. Yeah, our partner. And it was cool. We had the whole setup and everything. And then next you know, the lights went out. Yeah, we had a lot of rain, little thunder, wind. No, a lot of wind, little rain, little thunder going on in Houston last week. And unfortunately, right after I recorded my song, we set it up. We was like pretty much two minutes from pressing record. And boom. But yeah. good thing we didn't get halfway through and boom. So, I mean, it's better ways to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But the vibe was pretty cool. So, we want to get back to that. We're going to try to get back to that. That's have a video cool. for you guys with that one. Because that's a real, like, setup. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, almost in two more episodes, like, like our, our mission is to, like, start vlogging. So, shit, we ain't going to just be behind the Steady Ship Radio logo. We're going to actually be out there in front. See our beautiful faces and whatnot. Yeah, that was whack for me to say. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, man. So shit, let's get it started, man. What's been going on this week, man? Like, what's been going on? Um, How you been living? I've been living my life. You know, the week went by pretty fast. You know, the Trump impeachment started. The hearing, the trial started in the Senate this week. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's been going pretty good. The senators was getting sworn in and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. other than that, I just been working. Kicking it at the crib, playing PlayStation, working on some music, you know, brainstorming. I'm a big thinker, so I spend a lot of time just sitting back thinking about things, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel you like that. I'll be doing the same thing. Where really, I, I my week was kind of just busy, 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 busy. Uh, you know, I ain't going to get into, like, too much personal stuff because, you know, it was dealing with, you know, my fam and whatnot. But, like, yeah, just been ripping and running. I only had the opportunity to rest, like, on Thursday. And today's Friday, so I did sleep pretty good after, like, a little conference meeting that I had earlier. That's cool. But, like, yeah, I wish I was brainstorming on some creativity like that. I was, you know, I get, I've been getting back to, like, drawing and whatnot. I need to get back to more producing and, like, you know, with the music and whatnot. Yeah, I just sit back and come up on ideas for songs, for ideas for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideas for other podcasts and different productions we want to come up with. You know, just the direction we're trying to take it in. Trying to stay motivated. You know, I got a goal that every day I got to add to my greatness. Six days out of the week, I got to add to my greatness so I can look up and, you know, have a great year. The seventh day, I can rest if I do good enough in six days. That's know? how I felt like last week. Last week, I felt like that was kind of a dip because we just, I, I guess we just didn't execute and whatnot. But I ain't gonna lie. The funny thing about last weekend is um I I kind of got um stuck into The Witcher, The Witcher series on Netflix. That's a pretty good show. I binge watched that all the way to Sunday morning. We were supposed to link up that Sunday. Remember? Yeah. We were supposed to link up that what Sunday happened? morning, but like um, but I fell asleep. <laughs> that was the that was the thing. That was the problem. I just fell asleep. I was like. I remember we was going to play Fortnite, and I was like, I'm going to play Fortnite, and I just laid down. And you left me hanging, bro. I'm sorry, man. 
I ain't mean to do that. <laughs> Left me hanging, bro. But, but speaking... I, did I, what I do? I got a second place finish that day, too. I didn't even get a first place finish. And we could have probably got first place if we ran. Dude called me weak. Dude called me weak, man. I got into a good fight with the third person. It was three of us left. I got into a real good fight with the next one person. But he went kamikaze on me. I was tearing him up, so he just walked up on me and started taking as much health before he died. And when I killed him, I boxed up to try to get myself together. But I guess the other guy spectated the fight. And he Shit. got you. He seen me weak and going to hill. Man, next thing you know, I, that dude come in, he broke my box and just tore me in, man. That's that messed up how they do you, man. It was cool, though. It was cool. I respected the game. He got me. He, he yeah, that's how it goes, though. Pick off the weaklings. And, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but speaking on that impeachment, like, do you think this is, like, probably the best time to do the impeachment? Because, like, the the the, the, the election... It's coming up in November, which means the, the, the ones that are actually running, they, they're going to have to kind of like, you know, back off their campaign trail. Not going to back off the campaign trail. They, well, they have to because they're going to have to be in president in Congress, you know what I'm saying, to like, you know, for this for this hearing, because this is like a constitutional uh, duty they have to do. They have to fulfill it. Like who? Um, I know Bernie Sanders is one of the senators that's going to be up in there. Uh, who else? Elizabeth Warren. Most likely. Most likely Elizabeth Warren. Who else is more important, you know, to like, um, I don't know. But as I keep thinking about it, I'm just like, huh, it's kind of like the worst time for these, for these Democratic um, opponent, you know, these Democratic, like, you know, presidential uh, candidates. It's the wrong time. It's like, it's going to really tax on them. They got to, they got to really go at it. Yeah, but but how long this how long this trial is supposed to like you know be for like I'm not sure honestly I'm not sure but it shouldn't be hopefully not too long but one thing for sure is them dudes been campaigning for a while they mm-hmm. actually need a break take mm-hmm. the time off man but hey man you gotta go to some of these swinging states and you gotta convince the voters and stuff like that but it's whatever you're talking to the voter yeah take a break. <laughs> They should, been, they should have been putting the work in, like during, like you know, the state elections. That's the ones I always like. That's the ones I always like. You know, just always seem seem to focus on. I always be like, those are the ones that that people really need to like. You know, really pay attention to because that structures everything for the presidential election. Yeah, and that and speaking on that, we had a pretty interesting local election in Houston this year with the mayor. Well, this last year with the mayor. Yeah, but Sylvester Turner, he he still he still won and stuff. He won. A lot of people are pretty much going against him, and and a lot of people are going against him on a lot of reasons. I mean, he had to go into a runoff election. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it was got pretty close. Like something about getting money or something like that. Like who knows? you know how they go, man. The I don't know. That's what that I hear. Up, That's what I hear. But I'm just like, hey, Supposedly man. Supposedly he giving the bag up to his people, man. You know, he, I ain't saying it like it's right or wrong. I'm saying like that's what was supposed to be going on. Is he was overpaying an intern, one of his people he put in position as an intern, which interns ain't supposed to get paid. But this dude was getting paid like six figures. Damn, as an intern. As an intern. That's what's up. A lot of somebody got jealous. Somebody saw somebody caught wind, got jealous of that. That's yeah. that's that's all that was. That's all that was because you could have kept that on like wraps, like you could keep that under wraps like easily. Yeah, he just basically could. He couldn't just get a dude the money, so he could just he just had to give him a job. Yeah, 
Yeah, pretty much. Give him a real job. He had to probably like make up a position for him. Yeah, pretty much, man. Just give that dude a job, man. Like you're paying him already, so. Yeah, but politics are crooked, man. Yeah, that's how I always like. I I always say, don't ever um, trust a politician. Like I don't trust a politician, even when like Obama was in office and stuff. I was still like, I'm still not trusting a politician. Just yeah, I'm not into the politics, man. I like to pay attention to him. I use it as. I watch sports, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy who believe that athlete is the superhero, but I'm entertained, you know, I respect what they do. I am entertained with a lot of politics. Yeah, politics but- nowadays is more entertaining to me because we have the Don Lemons, the, like, political comedians, man. Just Don Lemons? Fuck Don Lemons. You mean your boy Trevor, Trevor Noah? Trevor Noah, man. Like, I don't Trevor fuck with Noah. Don Lemons. I'm sorry, I don't fuck with CNN. Trevor Noah. <laughs> I fuck with Don Lemon. Yeah, but I don't really fuck with CNN. That's the African dude, South African dude, huh? Is he South African? The light-skinned dude. CNN, or are you talking about The Daily Show? Because Trevor Noah is South African. All right, it's Trevor Noah then. Yeah, Trevor Noah's the shit. Trevor Noah, I like I like Trevor Noah. but um, He be on CNN too, though. Nah, nah, he's only on The Daily Show. i never seen him he on CNN. He was on CNN uh, for New Year's Eve. Where? Where? When he was drunk. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Also, I fucks with John Stewart. John Stewart, like you know, came before him because John, you know, the Daily Show started with John Stewart. I'm not really into the Daily Show. I honestly, watch uh. Well, the, the Daily Show is funny because it's like it's actual news, but they put a spinoff on it because, like you know, comedians. I always say this: comedians are like probably one of the realest, like the realest people that we really know. They make fun of real shit, like, but they understand it. Like, if the realest you, comedians of all... Like, one of the realest comedians of all time, rest his soul, is, like, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory is You the get shit. a lot of information. If you understand what they're saying, you get a lot of information exactly, out of what they're they saying. Exactly, because they see it. They see, they see the bullshit. Yeah. They do. Like, comedians, like, they're they, they, they going to keep it real 100 and going to keep it, like, you know, factual. 100%. So, yeah, that's that's my take on politics and whatnot. But I kind of keep my eye on on politics because no, yeah, I fuck with comedians, man. Keep comedians my shit, but I keep my eye on politics because I'm involved in the stock market and you know government shit kind of like deals with that. But the cool thing about like watching certain like you know um, news um, news um, stations like uh, CNBC is not like M N M N B C or Fox or fucking CNN. Them dudes be fucking laid back. Like when it comes to like politics, they just give it like you know. Is it, it, they give it is is time and then they move on. Fuck that. We getting back to business. But anyways, back to the business and back on track. We gonna talk about the NFL playoffs. You feel me? You heard me? Yeah, man. We down to the final four, man. The last two games before the Super Bowl, the AFC and the NFC Championship. I'm kind of hyped, man, bro. I'm, I'm kind of hyped. Really, the main game I, I want to see. And I hope it goes exactly how I fucking see it going. But the other teams, you know, that failed to this team, Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead. How do you want it to go? Man, I actually want to get, you know, I actually want to see Kansas City win. Now, I want to question you. Do you want to see Kansas City go against Green Bay? Or do you want to see Kansas City go against San Francisco? 
when it comes to the NFC, man, San Fran is getting there, dog. San Fran is too prime. They're too prime. And I think Green Bay, Green Bay, Green Bay get lucky. Green Bay get lucky, bro. It's like Aaron Rodgers could just get lucky with a fast receiver who just beat a, a, a defender and boom, just. Yeah, I'm think Green. I think Green Bay gonna get stumped. I think Kansas City gonna win a big win. A win that they probably pull off on in the fourth quarter. Probably win it by like ten points to where. I when I say pull off, I mean to where. But, but it but, won't be a last drive interception to seal the win or something like that. It'll be kind of like a 10-point lead where they get to run the ball a few times, get a few first downs. and I kind of feel like that because it's hard to beat a team like Kansas City twice in one year, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, man. Yeah, and Tennessee, man, they just came alive in this playoff, man. I mean, upset. The Baltimore Ravens. That had to be probably one of the most disappointing games in the playoffs. But can I be honest to you with you, bro? What's up? Like, I'm impressed with what they've done, no cap. But at the same time, beating New England wasn't that really that bad. Wasn't it hard? And then beating Baltimore, honestly, they just came with the right game plan, bro. It's like it's like it was obvious what you had to do against them. Stop the run, but you can't even stop the run. I mean, like Just turn them into a passing team, bro. I mean, like homie. I mean, like you got you got you got a, a stout running back in Derrick Henry, and you got the game manager in Ryan Tannehill. So it's like all you have to do is not fuck up, play hard nosed defensive game, the hard nosed hard nosed running defensive tackling game. That's it. Yeah, and that's, and that's how they do it. They're actually going back. like This is like some old school type shit. But that's the same thing. See, the the part, the killer part about that is the same thing that helped them win. It's the same region they're going to lose. Kansas City going to put them behind, make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball 50 times, and they're going to lose. Oh, yeah, they're going to pick him off, too, if he does that. It's gonna, that's exactly how they did Lamar. He, he had good stats at the end of the game, but they knew he was going to have to throw the ball 50 times. Yeah, they times. contained him. Yeah, the hell if out Lamar got to throw but the what, ball. But what, if, but what if Tennessee come with that same game plan? You, against what? You can't do that yeah, to really Patrick can't, Mahomes. Yeah you, can't, yeah, you can't really contain Patrick Mahomes. You can't. Like, it's like almost trying to contain um, Russell or Russell Wilson. Like you, you can't really do it. Yeah, and then Patrick Mahomes, they ain't even really got no running game. Mm-hmm. But he's but just so Mahomes, dynamic. He's just, yeah. he's, just, he's just that dude. He dynamic, man. He that dude. Like last year, they could have beat the New England Patriots. It, it like, but it went to it went to uh um overtime. New England got the ball first, and they scored a touchdown. Game mm. over. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes didn't even had the chance to get on the field, bro. And he, I felt bad for him. I felt bad for him on that one. And in my opinion, if you go to overtime against New England, you kind of made a mistake to get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? True enough. That you could have put them away, but you didn't. Like, New England's the type of team that's trying to get you to overtime type shit. <laughs> but, man, uh-huh. what happened to the Texans, man? Like, with, 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 uh. Thank you for asking me that. With Kansas, man, because they had them. Like, what I see, they had them, you know. Bill O'Brien happened to the Texans, bro. How did Bill O'Brien happen to the Texans and the defense let that shit happen? I mean, he they did, but the offense is what kind of is our spark. We not a team that. Our defense get us that. Defense wins the game, of course, but our defense get the spark from the offense. Our offense was playing good at first. They was doing their damn thing. Special teams was playing good at first. They was doing their damn thing. Defense was playing pretty good at first. They was doing their damn thing. 
But when Bill O'Brien got a twenty-four to zero lead, I mean, it was seventeen to no twenty-four, 24 to zero, zero lead. Yeah. He decided I'm gonna try to get to halftime with my lead. So he started running the ball, run, run, pass. So that he four, started. So he started being very conservative. He started taking the air out of the out of the team. And when he did that, the defense got on there. I saw Patrick Mahomes on the sideline talking shit. Nigga, come on, y'all. We gonna got to get in this motherfucking game. Getting these people game. hyped. Getting them getting hyped everybody up. everybody hyped. And he doing that shit. And we over here running the ball, running the ball, passing it, giving them the ball. Stay on their throat. They score. Stay on their throat. Run the ball, run the ball, pass it. They score. Then we get the ball on the kickoff after they score and run fucking fumble the ball right into this man's hands, dog. Like, literally a fumble right into the fucking dude's hands, bro. Right Who down fumbled? like the DeAndre Carter returner for the kickoff. Wow. He was he, he, right he, in the man's hands on the kickoff after they score a touchdown. They right there on the 10 again, bro. And so now they all they got to do is score a touchdown, and it's 21-24. And they score the touchdown, of course, it's 21-24. And now Bill O'Brien decide he want to score, but you done already took the fucking air out the offense. Now motherfucking Deshaun Watson walking around this bitch all, you know, half-ass or whatever. You know, he ain't doing nothing been handing the ball off the last few minutes. Then he come out there, he can't score. Kansas City get the ball again, score again before the half, take the lead. That's it. That's all they had to do was fucking to uh, beat the Texans after that. So after the half, that was it. It was like they came alive, and then they had that fire, and they couldn't it was, put it out. Couldn't put. They couldn't put it out. Shit. Once they yeah, got I call up that. 21. I call that a team is. That's. I call that when the team is red hot. I'm like when they red hot, man. You better double some quick. I call that waking up. That's it. That's, I, that's it. I call that waking up. A I can see when a team is about to get. I can see when a team is about to get hot. I'm like, yeah, they getting hot. That's it. If you don't put this fire out now, man, you ain't gonna put it out. I feel like they woke up Kansas City. They made Kansas City realize, nigga, we do nigga, not we get Kansas. our shit together. Exactly. We will be at the crib. We ain't gonna know no more. Nah, plans. he say. I say nah. Andy uh, Andy Reid wants a ring, and he's so close to it. But if it's looking like Kansas City. Versus San Francisco in the Super Bowl, that would be a fucking amazing Super Bowl. Amazing Super Bowl. That would be an amazing Super Andy Bowl. Andy Reid and Sean McVay, not Sean McVay, Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan going Kyle Shanahan, in. Yep. Two great play callers, two great offenses. Uh, I ain't going to say two great quarterbacks. That's why I have to say two great offenses. Jimmy got, Garoppolo, man, he's he showing, he's, he's showing this, he's doing his thing, man. He's showing, he's showing himself. Jimmy Garoppolo is Matt Ryan when Matt Ryan won his MVP. He had Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan's just the guy, man. Let's just give it to him, bro. Shanahan won an MVP for Matt Ryan. But that's no iron team. Ain't no iron team, but, bro, it's a quarterback. (laughs) That's some shit. If there was an iron football team, it would be the quarterback. And we're not saying it's nowhere near that. I'm saying if there was one, it would be the quarterback. Mm -hmm. So the quarterback is if he takes up most of the team. All right. Especially on offense when it comes to scoring. Because if the quarterback is retarded that day, nigga, the running back might barely get the ball. So, I mean, no. no. But how I see it is also that it comes down to everything by just the quarterback. It comes down to the offensive coordinator, like who whoever's running, like, you know, calling the plays and stuff. It's, it's down to, like, people getting open. It's down to every man in the trenches, like, doing their assignments and doing their blocks to protect the quarterback to scan the field. It's up to the quarterback to know how the scheme is running. While it's going, it's like, yeah, everyone has to do their own thing. Yeah, everyone but it goes back to what I was saying about the play calling. That's what took the air out the team. Mm-hmm. When you're not giving them a chance to score, they don't give them a chance. They don't like, what are they and, supposed to do? And, and, and Bill O'Brien is your offensive coordinator. 
Oh, what they looking like? What was his job looking like? Is he in peril? He is the GM too. Oh Lord, that's too much trust. <laughs> that's too much trust in that man right there. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, let's move on, man. Shit. First of all, like you know, we're gonna talk about this on um, little segment that we want to start going off, and it's called um. Dang, I forgot up here already. Right? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Yeah, my fault. I just caught a brain for it, y'all. And like, yeah, so it's like, you know, what do you think about Eminem's new album that he just dropped recently? Um, What's the name of it again? Music to be murdered by. Yeah, yeah, music to be murdered by and stuff. Like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, I only heard like a couple of the tracks that you had played, like, you know, when it was on the way to the crib. But yeah, it's pretty pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Honestly, on first listen, it's one of those ones I'm telling myself I have to listen to this one a couple more times. Yeah, same here. I only listen to it long, only for a few minutes, but I'm going to get back on it and stuff. Yeah, because I don't really understand a lot of what he's talking about. And I, and know, I just probably just Eminem just rapping. Yeah, I know he get pretty sometimes sophisticated with it. So I kind of want to take my time and understand what he's really talking about. Because, man... I'm not gonna lie to you. I get excited when Eminem drop an album, though. I'm one of those guys. When Eminem drop an album, I'm like, cool. I got something to do for the next. What month. they call them? They like what they stand? You're a stand? I'm not a stand at all. <laughs> like I don't wait for his albums. It's just when it does. And when he drops, like it's like okay, cool. Yeah. And the funny thing about it, because we were talking about it earlier, is like how much he didn't have to really promote this album and stuff. Because before the album, the most recent thing that he had going for him was what the Nick Cannon beef and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of like, and we was kind of admired, was kind of admiring his genius on it because it's like, if y'all notice, y'all just have to really notice Eminem's pattern on how he pisses off rappers. He talks about a bunch of rappers, but the ones who respond, what do they do? They always respond with like another diss track. But what does Eminem do? Does he respond? No, he does not respond. Sometimes, most of the time he don't. The last person he responded to was like, what, Machine Gun Kelly or something like that? And that was the last time he got into some stuff before... Nick Cannon. But yeah, but not responding to Nick Cannon and stuff like that and then just dropping this bomb right here. That's just going to make people off the rip just go after it. They want to see if he's going to say something about Nick Cannon. I'm just saying that's just a thought. You know what I'm saying? And boom, you got now, now you got a bunch of people streaming your shit. You got everyone listening to your stuff. You're probably going to go like, you know, pl- platinum with your shit through streaming. If, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's genius. Which That's what I think I can say is and he probably mapped the whole thing out just to make Nick feel foolish. Let Nick come out with his best work. Let you feel like you're doing some of your best things. Get your look, pop off, off. And next thing you know, it's going to be like, oh, shit. This is what he's been doing. And not only <laughs> this is what he's been doing, the only reason that we've been hearing Eminem's name is because it's been coming out of your mouth, man. I mean, for real. It's like, thank you, Nick. You did everything for me. And I ain't even have to come out the pocket. Go, Haley. No, I'm <laughs> I was just thinking about, I always think about the kids when the daddy get the money, man. I'm like, shit, that's feeding the babies, man. Like, shit, Haley, like, what, 18, 19 years old now? Shit, Haley grown, however old she yeah. is. Yeah, I seen how she look. I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah, she like a nice young little lady, you But anyways, yeah, but, like, also, like, well, she been listening to, man. Like, I just been stuck on Griselda, so I ain't gonna even talk about Griselda much. But y'all need to check out Griselda if y'all don't know about that, whoever listens. 
appreciate my listeners. You hear me? Uh, honestly, I've been listening to a lot of Pandora. I've been on like a lot of West Coast older West Coast music lately on Pandora. I also Biggie, just regular regular uh, radio Biggie, no album Biggie. Uh, it's all Pandora, basically just Pandora, man. Man, my mom man, she got a hold of Pandora and stuff like that now, nah, man. I've been waking up to like dudes like Tan- Teddy Pendergrass and Ronald Osley in, in the like in the evenings. Well, she got an Amazon speaker or something. Uh, no, she ain't got an Amazon speaker. She got like a radio that you know that connects to Bluetooth. Okay, okay. That shit be funny. I like Teddy Pendergrass, but come on, man, I be like, damn. I be laying there like, bro, okay, okay. I like I like Meryl Helvin. I, I like Mer- uh, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes featuring Teddy Pendergrass, but this is too much. <laughs> But yeah, that's on that. That's on that note. Anything else that you're thinking about, man? What's good on your mind, man? Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, home. Yeah, homie. Right now, I was over here playing some Fortnite. So we just chilling back, just watching them play Fortnite while we just, just record. Killing about the game, killing shit. the game. You hear me? Yeah, but football, man. Honestly, this weekend, I'm just gonna watch some football. I'm ready for what we call Championship Sunday. You Championship know, what I'm Sunday. We're gonna go to the Super Bowl. Almost to the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm gonna play some DraftKings tickets because I I do that obviously. I'm, I got like eight dollars on there. I'm gonna try to make that eight to trying to tell at least about a twenty bucks, man. You know. I've been thinking about putting some money down like on on like betting on the game, but uh, I'm not really sure, man. It's just like Tennessee is that upsetter, bro. I'm like, damn. It would be cool to bet on the game, though. I could probably bet on the game, but I don't know how much I'll bet. I'll probably bet maybe fifty, try to get a quick hundred. But yeah, let's continue on. Let's continue on. Let's keep going. That was a topic that like um a coworker wanted me to touch bases on. Maybe it was dealing with like this guy that we know who kind of think that he's a pimp and whatnot. I guess the word the term pimp came out. So he wanted us to like you know talk about like um players versus pimps. The players like, versus like not and it's not like versus. It's like what the term is, like what is a player versus what is a pimp. And like how people always take the t- these terms out of like, you know, out of context. Like for instance, a player is what? Someone who has a lot of women. Exactly. That is a player in the essence. And what is a pimp? Someone who uses women for money. Exactly. Some of these cats that be like, oh, I'm a pimp, I'm a pimp, and stuff like that. I, I, I feel where you're coming from, player, but then I'll just be like, are you a pimp or are you a player? You need to start, like, you know, using the terms for what it is. And the only reason why it kind of, like, you know, gets underneath me a little bit is because I feel that pimps are a dying breed. Yes. And you want me to tell you why I feel like they're a dying breed? Mm-hmm. Or do you not care? No, no, I'm, no messing with you. I'm messing with you, bro. Talk about it. The reason I feel like they're a dying breed is the reason I feel like we have YouTubers, the reason I feel like we have T-shirt makers, the reason I feel like we have a lot of independent people. People are going more into the independent mindset, really charged by the woman race. And the woman is kind of like taking charge of stuff. So now the internet is giving us all the opportunity to be more independent, you know what I mean? Be more of ourselves, to be more open and everything, whatever you want to call it. So they just using the internet. The guy used to have to be the one to protect her, like, I'm going to keep you safe, I'm going to get this money and make sure you're taken good care of, and while you on these streets, you ain't going to have to worry about nothing. But now she ain't got to be on the streets. 
She can just be on the internet waiting on the phone call. She can set up the situation. You come to my house, hey, you know, however she wants. If she want to pay a guy, you more like Yeah, that's work how I see like me. on pimps. Like, you know, it senses the internet movement right now and shit like that. It's like you could, the pimp could be like the manager. He could be the one that could set the shit up on the internet. Like, you know, keep it like, you know, like scan it. Yeah, and shit like that. Like sometimes that's the one thing I always say. Like a a good pimp is a pimp who takes care of his hoe. Yeah, but pimp also make a hoe need him, or feel like she need him in a sense. And one thing about a chick, of course, you have to. Of course, it's like it's like you could sell a hoe, you could sell a a a woman a dream, you could sell a girl a dream and shit like that. But if you follow through with that, and she and she knows you'll follow through with that. She gonna stick with you. Yeah. You gotta just be true to the game. Yeah. You ain't gotta play no mind games with these hoes. If you gotta play mind games with these hoes, man, then you just like a oh you a shiesty pimp. Yeah, you are a shiesty pimp. I mean, if you keep it true to the game, you know what I mean, and you take care of your ladies and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? And they and they they they, they making the money. You yeah. keeping them good. But basically, everything is good. The internet do what the pimp did, and they don't even have to pay this nigga. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I be feeling like I be like a simple, I, don't, I be simping out on that shit too because I fall victim prey to the shit on the internet shit. But it's like, damn, like for real, Pimp C was real when, when you know, he said that shit. Pimping ain't dead, just moved to the web. I'm like, shit. Pimping ain't dead, it just moved to the web. In 2020, this is where we are right now. Niggas calling themselves pimps, but they fucking too emotional to beat them. But they can't realize that they're just players, man. I'm like, bro, just be a player, man. You're not a pimp, man. Please, just give respect to the to the real niggas that does that shit. And it's okay just to have, a, you know, some good women on you. Yeah, exactly. But I don't be like, I'm a pimp. She be like, nigga, I ain't your hoe. Yeah, you ain't my hoe, baby. <laughs> I'm like, shit, man. And the thing about pimping is like real talk, like if you like you gotta really catch a girl that's weak about that shit. Like sometimes like to be a pimp you do have to have no heart. <laughs> that's yeah. like with one chick that I ran well, across. Well you have, you can't have a heart oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. That's like with one chick that I ran across, but I'm not gonna talk about that. Yeah, you can't have a heart when you're a pimp, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like I ain't gonna say I had an opportunity to become a pimp because it might sound a little weird, but I knew a chick who was selling her body who needed some protection, mm-hmm. basically. And she wouldn't, she offered to pay me to be out there with her. Like Gator. Like Gator from um, from other guys. Yeah, and I was going, I made up, you know, I kind of told her what I could do for her, but it wouldn't be that because she was off into Louisiana. She know, she know, I don't know if you know anything about them chicks, man, but when they selling their body, bro, they be going everywhere, you know? Of course. That's so, how I be. I know. But I, like I understand too because I, I like I said I had I I had like an opportunity on that as well but I was like nah. <laughs> yeah, he's like forget that, huh? Yeah, I'm like hey, hey. All I did was say if that's what you like to do, then why is what might as well get paid for it. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with it because I mean people do worse things for money, man. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. Lots worse. So I have no problem with however you choose to get your money, baby. Mm-hmm. But just on the terms, I'm just like, we just had to, like, settle down, like, what the hell is a pimp versus what is a player? Because some homies out there, man, just get that shit all twisted, and I'll be like, come on, man, just call it what it is. Or that's just maybe just me just so being too finicky. Call a, call a just, spade a spade, right? Exactly. Exactly, man. 
I don't mind you being a player, man, but don't say you're not a pimp. Like, she giving you money, then I'm like, all right, man, you a pimp, man. And most of those be tricks, talking about they pimps. Exactly. You're not even a pimp, man. You paying for the pussy. How the fuck a pimp pay for the pussy? I never heard that. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool, man. Exactly, Some people man. just... Just do you, my dude. That's the age we in, man. People all... Like, just do you, man, but just don't get don't go, don't get too caught up in a lifestyle if if you're saying that's your lifestyle and it ain't your lifestyle. Be yourself. Exactly. Don't get don't get Takashi sixty nine out here, B. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's move on, man. Let's move on from that topic, man. I just had to clear that air, man. That was pretty nice right there. Had to get that off your chest, bro. Yeah, for some reason, man, I can I could breathe, though. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah. Anyways, got one more segment right here. Like, um, you want to top? You want to you want to like tag in on that topic? If you know what I'm talking about. Like back in the, you know, when we were talking about gentrification and whatnot. Oh, yeah, we can touch on that for sure. All right. So here we go. Since this is something that you've been wanting to say, I'm going to let you take the floor on it. So what you want to talk about on gentrification, on gentrification, gentrification. Forgive me, y'all. I'm trying to say it right. Well, honestly, <laughs> it's something I want to talk about a while. It's something I didn't do a lot of research on. Let me do a lot. Of, let me just I'm, I'm get it out real quick. Something I didn't do a lot of research on. But it's something that I heard a lot of, you know, I heard pop up obviously a lot throughout time. I've, once I realized what it was, like what it really meant, I kind of realized it's been going on. I've seen it a lot, basically. Mm-hmm. Same here. And what made me want to, made me want to think about it was I was on a bus and I was riding through Greenspoint and I was thinking about the skate park they built. And it automatically, even, makes me think about North Borough. And I'm like, okay, so they think that these dudes on North Borough are gonna come over and skate or do they are they gonna make this a different type of area for the people that wanna come and skate? Because North Borough is kind of a ran down area, you know? So oh, man. So I just felt like I don't know, man. That's kind of on the different level of oh. gentrification that I've witnessed because like for for example with me, I I'm from New Orleans. Louisiana, Ninth Ward, right? All my life, in the nine, all I seen was black people. I pretty much like didn't really start being around a lot of white people until I got to high school. So it was black. All I've known, black, in the Ninth Ward. Hurricane after Hurricane Katrina, of course, the land in the wards um, started become more affordable. I don't know why people that used to live out there didn't decide to start buying land, but the white folks have been. So I go back to New Orleans, like somewhere maybe around uh, 2012 or 13, we're not white people walking all down like one of the main streets, which is called St. Claude. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm sitting here like, what the fuck? They got, they got businesses out there all in the night ward, all in the night. And I'm like, on my side though, where I used to live, and my immediate family live over there right now. You don't really see them out there, but they're they're moving. They're moving for sure. It's like wow. You we could like the old the old um the old like you know um neighbors of the neighborhood could have bought up the land, but they're just not doing it. We still holding on to our land, but the city trying to get that. But that's just on a whole nother level. Gentrification is a real thing, even in like certain um on certain cities and in different states like Harlem, New York, and um and um Idlewood in California, 
And it's like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and that's what they're doing right now with the uh, stadium they built for the Rams and the Chargers out in Los Angeles. They got a lot of gentrification going on in Inglewood, California. Oakland is one of the most gentrified cities in America. You know, Oakland was the funk, you know what I mean? They had all of the swag. They had the culture down there in Oakland. And a lot of people that I know went to Oakland, used to hang out in Oakland, spent a lot of time in Oakland that's not from Oakland, they always speak of the Oakland that used to be the... But real talk, it, the only thing how I see it is this is like the new generation of, of, of like, you know, non-blacks, I want to say, non-minorities, if you want to call it, or just white people. Just like, um, this is like a, a newer generation that came from, like, you know, money. They have money, so they're just going to buy things. And what's the best thing to buy? Land. Because, you know, it could generate you money. You could put a business there. You could build a house there. Whatever. Sometimes, like, I wish I could, like, do it, like, you know, some people, like, they will get their money and they will just go into a, a neighborhood that most people wouldn't, most people would shy away from because, oh, it's probably crime written, or it looks ghetto or whatnot. But at that land, the land is so cheap, you could build there. And many people do it. Many and people can I do be it. honest? A lot of the times when the developers are going into the area looking for things to build, they're not even thinking about the neighborhood. So I'm not even automatically saying off the rip their intent was, I'm going to, man, and people, people over there need to move around or something like that. It's their, whatever you call it, to I just have to have what I want. You know what I'm saying? Once you come to the agreement that, man, I want this skate park, this bike park right here. And then once you come talk to the city and the city tell you, well, you know what's going to have to happen once we do this, right? Then it's decision time. You need a representative for that, like an alderman or something. Then it's decision time. But at the same time, it's hard for a representative to fight for an area that isn't progressing. You know what I mean? Like, so their only way for all, saying... So how did you sell that all to turn that place into a park and then put the skate park in there? Because the, in the that only area. way you can say, I'm cleaning up this area is by putting new things there because the people in the apartments ain't doing nothing new. Them stores and all of that stuff, man, like, it's people leaving, man. They had a grocery store. Kroger was there at one point in time. You know what I mean? On Greens Road. Them exactly, people, but it was like one of the worst Kroger's. Like that's right what there. I'm telling you. The yeah. area is the worst area. You see where they even had to build the skate park and stuff. Yeah, it's in a totally like Greens different Point, spot. Not even, 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 Greens Point Mall is not even a popping mall. I only, what, yeah, I only go there for one small, and that's like a, a African bookstore. So that lets you know this whole Greens Point. That's why the person who owned Greens Point Mall ain't even let the property go. Because he know, man, they about to redo this whole area, man. Gentrified. But it's going to be hard to like pull off gentrification in, in, in Houston because the, there's so much land. That's so much land. You could expand. Like If there is gentrification, it's, like, it's mostly north. Yeah, that's what I mean. And then, But you got to think go about south, the land that we do have. We have a lot of land, but we also have a lot of areas like a Greens Point is very. But Greens Point, a lot. That's business out here. That's what I that, mean. That's business out here. Greens Point used to be like. You can't just look at it as like, oh, this is like a ghetto-driven type like area. I'm like, nah, that's money out here. Y'all just not doing it right. Greens Point used to be that type of place though, where people with money came and they were, you know, if you had. A that was a money, long time ago. I'm talking about like 20 years ago. 20, yeah. 20 up. Yeah, but you know, that's not too long ago when you th when you speak. That's like 2000. Up. Yeah, that's I'd say it's two decades ago. It's not like yesterday or anything, but it don't take that long. This is these structures. But then again, supposed also, to but last. then again, it's also a business area too. Yeah, it was like when people come into Houston 
from Dallas or from North Texas or from any place like that, the first place they see is Houston. I mean, it's the, the Greenspoint area. You dress like a chicken? Uh, uh whatever that is. <laughs> this nigga got a banana on. But, like, yeah, man, but sometimes I just feel like sometimes we have to just band our money together and just build something up there for the community, and you have to, like, stand up and be an example. Protect your shit, because you, so I ain't gonna lie, you're gonna have some haters out there, too. You're gonna have some dusty-ass niggas that's gonna, like, try to, like, you know, sabotage your shit. You gotta stand up, and you gotta you just gonna do your to, thing. You're gonna have to fight the fight. When you're trying you're to do the right... To. Anytime you're trying to do the right thing, you're gonna have to fight the fight. It's gonna be a fight. And I'll be like... And if I ever get to the point where I be doing something like that, I'm gonna be diligent, and I'm gonna be vigilant on, on, on protecting mine. And doing right by by what I feel is right for my people and stuff. Yeah, cause you got. And I'm not gonna just let no hating ass nigga because you know they be even with white folks they be hating white they be some hating crackers out there too. And even with some Mexicans they be some they be some hating motherfuckers out there too. I mean like shit that's haters everywhere. It doesn't matter by color and shit like that. You just protect yours and keep keep doing the good fight. Yeah, cause you got a lot doing. of people that make money off the wrong thing. So it's gonna be a lot of people that when you're trying to do the right thing, they gonna fight that new tooth and nail, man. You're gonna have the hardest time in your life trying to do the right thing. You're trying to do the wrong thing, you're trying to get in there and scheme and scam, you'll find all the partners you need. Shit, do it like E40, man. Shit, have that muscle. Yeah, and then make sure you don't really, I ain't gonna say don't need nobody, just make sure you can, you can depend on the right people. Mm-hmm. You could do it with a band of people. You don't need a, you don't need a whole coalition. Just the right people. Exactly how you said it. That's how we're gonna try to do it on expanding that, you know what I'm saying? With still the ship. That's how we gonna do that. Hell yeah. But shit, we got anything else that we're gonna talk about, bro? We got anything else, man? Nah, man. Nah, because you know, it's just yeah, we just came over here, you know what I'm saying? Just try to do a little quick little recording and stuff like that. We just got to get back into the zone. We're trying to get through these last two episodes so we can start vlogging and shit. Start getting up on there. And I got a lot of other work and other things to get to and stuff. But right now, man, I'm just coasting back watching my nigga J-Mo just go crazy in um, Fortnite. Um, the next um, next thing that we got coming up, um, I'm going to still be doing my DJ line, Woody Presents. Um, mixtapes and stuff like that. So I appreciate if y'all tuning in for that one. Um, it's, I'm gonna be making in my feelings volume two um, in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Also, I'm gonna be doing another one. DJ Lion Woody presents like reggae tunes, but that's just that's 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 just like the idea. I'm just gonna be putting a lot of like um reggae like you know rhythm and shit together. Like a little idea that I came up with with my with my homegirl, my homeboy, one night just drinking a shitload of beers. Yeah, and just a little heads up on you know what we gonna be working on coming yeah, up talk soon. To him, man. Talk to him. This year, my boy Johnny said we're gonna do an album. If Johnny said we're gonna do an album, guess what's gonna happen this year? Oh yeah, we gonna we're do gonna that. We gonna do album. an album. Yeah, we are gonna do that album because that album was a long time running, man. Shamo gonna smash on a mixtape for sure. You of know course. what I'm saying? I'm gonna get on there and just 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 go bananas. We gonna produce some more uh, content, you know, with these uh, podcast. It's one podcast in particular. Well, three podcasts in particular I just want to bring up real quick. One is Story Time with J-Mo. Eventually, I find stories to write about and, you know, just tell them in my own way, basically. Just me reading something. It's kind of like 
if you watch a movie and you telling somebody about the movie you watch. Same thing. Just putting it in my words. Story time with J-Mo. Time and music. Taking time and the music and, you know, the events and things that's happening at that time and seeing what's really going on and trying to... Let me see, man. Let me see. I got a better description of it. Please give me a second, man. Please give me a better second, man. I should have been more prepared for this. I apologize, guys. <laughs> but, uh... Damn, man. I might not have got it in here. It might be on my other phone, man. That's the thing about having two phones. Oh, no, it's right here. The time of music, it takes a look at impacts of events or waves that affected certain communities to see where they stand today. That's this and that. Damn, man. I'm going to have to edit this shit out right here. Well, that's your intro? But it, nah. Time and music is to take a look back at certain songs, generations, and artists and correlate the music with the happenings and energies of that time. Then I have one called This and That. That's the one I want to take a look at the impacts of events and waves that affected certain communities and see where they stand today. And then the last one was Story Time with J-Mo. Take stories and events and break them down into a story that will, you know, make the topic a little more interesting. All right, man. Shit, yo. So we got a lot of shit going on, man. We got a lot of shit that we need to, like, execute and stuff like that. So we got a lot of work this year. Yes, sir. You know, we appreciate you guys for the ride. You know, the people that's here today, I want y'all to know that five years from now, you know, y'all will probably be the people sitting here next to us or standing next to us somewhere. We'll be the... You'll be the first people's faces we see and remember and names we see and remember will be the people... That once we get where we're going, you know, we're going to for sure always show our appreciation to you guys. So, you know, whether we let you down some weeks by not showing up or whether we get on here sometimes and, you know, might have had a little too much to drink, drink, or might have smoked good, some good smoke, smoke, yeah, you, you know, know and <laughs> shit might just not be as good as it can be. You know, we just ask you guys to work with us because every episode is going to get better. And better. The topics are going to get better. And the, better. You know, we're going to come up with more content, man. Just give us a chance to create. You know what I mean? Don't give up on us, man. Stay with us, man. Steer the ship, baby. Try yeah, to for take sure. Control. Even chime in, with, chime in with us, you know, one time, you know what I'm saying? Just, let you know, give us some ideas or whatnot. Well, um, I'm going to be really going in on the promotions and whatnot, so... Everything is going to be everything, but right now, we about to get out of here and shit. My boy about to run another game and shit like that, and then I got to, like, do some things. So, anyways, appreciate y'all from listening to us. Still shit radio podcast. We in this piece. Also, I'm going to have this shit probably posted up on Spotify, Apple, and Google Music, so stay tuned for that shit. We're going to be doing some big things. Peace out. Love one.